0: Don't be back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. Uh, kind of a crazy day again today. We got the Fed open uh, uh, FOMC Minutes, as they're called, from their May meeting of about three weeks ago. I'll talk about that in just a bit. Uh, also, uh, we just got the NVIDIA earnings. Uh, much watched, of course, leader in the chip space. I don't have all the details right now, but I can tell you what the stock is doing. Down 5%. NVIDIA, NVIDIA. <laughs> it's, it's one of the two. Uh, we'll we we'll call it NVIDIA today. And then NVIDIA is down now <clears throat> uh, 55% from its highs of six months ago. The leader in the chip space. Semi's lead on the way up and the way down. And they, oh, excuse me, uh, yeah, that, that's right, down 5-6%. Down I've seen some reports are down 9%. I see down 5% of the day. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. stock's at a new 52-week low, again, down over 55% uh, from as high as six months ago. And uh, look, SEMI is uh, leading both directions. I think what we're seeing here, folks, is, is pretty crystal clear. Let's hope let's hope the Fed sees this. There's a big slowdown taking place. There's a major, major slowdown taking place. I'll talk about that in the morning. we have some comments for you also from the Fed and from what's happening in Europe. I'll get into that as well. And uh, what else today? Um Interesting, right? That the last three days, uh, not including today, so Friday, Monday, Tuesday, we had six hundred points move higher in the Dow. We've been talking about this. Tyler talked about it yesterday. Um, <clears throat> that's not nothing, you know. That's not nothing. That's uh, it, it, the fact that most of those moves took place in the afternoon, like the smart money hour. So that's a tell. That's an early tell that that this market is trying to at least find equilibrium, trying to find a bottom, uh, at least trying to give us a bear market rally. We know sentiment could hardly be more bearish. Investor sentiment could hardly be more bearish than it is right now. So all these signs are there that were due for a really good move higher. See, bear market rallies can last for an extended period. Matter of fact, they can look like a, a new bull market. If they're so strong. We haven't had that yet. We've had a flashes of maybe we might have one, but they barely lasted more than a couple of days before we've seen more selling pressure come in. So it'll be interesting, I think, to see with these uh, NVIDIA numbers here, again, down 5%, last I see, uh, you know you know the story it's ship shortage, supply chain issues and uh and now you've got to say clearly showing that there is a there there's something happening in the economy here uh that is a very weak outlook. We've seen that from look at the retailers right from target and Walmart stock got crushed uh they say inflation got them, but bottom line is the stock prices got destroyed right uh we saw it yesterday with the uh, excuse me with the dix today uh big slowdown there. We've seen it in housing. Housing stocks have been destroyed. Four month, four bad months in a row of housing data. Uh, transports have been destroyed. Uh, again, we're looking at losses of in semis of 32% plus. NASDAQ, about the same from their highs. Retail now getting hit. We saw yesterday the uh, tech stocks, social media stocks, with uh, 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 Snapchat, Facebook. Snapchat was down 42% yesterday. Facebook down 8% yesterday. So we're seeing it from sector to sector in pretty broad swaths across the economy. And I, I, I say all that to, to get into the Fed because <clears throat> the FOMC minutes today, uh, you know, again, this is been three weeks ago. So you've got all the warning language about concerns about inflation and how rapidly they need to hike rates. But then they also threw in the one word that the media, I think smartly so, financial media, maybe they were told to, picked up on. And that word was flexibility, that the Fed was going to have flexibility. That's, that's the language they used to use. We haven't heard that word in a while. I think that that may be a tell. Uh, Tyler talked about yesterday in his podcast that a new line of thinking is beginning to emerge, that the Fed sees what's happening. You know, they're getting their wish. They wanted the economy to slow down so they could tackle inflation. That is happening, and it's happening quick. Well, folks, how long, if you've joined us here, if you know us very well, we. This has been our. We, we've said this. How 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 long have we, re, have we said this story? How long have we repeated this? When the Fed has QE, <clears throat> right, the economy does well, the markets do well, stocks go up. When they stop quantitative easing, and they start raising rates, and even even hint at quantitative tightening, which they haven't even started yet, supposed to start next month. Then look what happens. Liquidity is gone. Right. Uh, that's just this is the nature of the beast they've created. Again, this is the financial engineering that we had in place. Let's hope that they're smart enough to see what's happening here, and let's hope that they are going to be flexible, and that they do see uh, that we are seeing a new trend emerge where the Fed is going to be less aggressive uh, in their rate hikes and uh, and, and with uh, with quantitative tightening. Because if not, you know this this economy could go could go into recession real quick. We're really a quarter away from it right now. You know, we had negative uh, GDP uh, growth in the first quarter. Uh, we also, by the way, since we're talking about central banks, just mentioned this. Yesterday, you may have read about today, but yesterday I was watching the Bloomberg interview with the ECB head, um, uh, what is her name? <laughs> oh, Christine Lagarde. And Lagarde said she was pressed on inflation, uh, uh, on an, on a recession in Europe because that's what I was talking about, right? Their economy has really gotten weak. And she said, well, you know, right now we're still involved in quantitative easing, which they are. They're still buying debt. You know, again, we stopped that a while back. What was it, three, four months ago? Now they're doing it. They're still doing it. And they haven't even reached the point of stopping QE yet. Uh, But he said, you know, when it comes to recession, we're we're not ready to say the economy could be headed into recession. But as always, we're watching it closely. And that is central bank talk for, yeah, yeah, we're, we're about to go into recession. And that matches what we've heard also about Europe. Again, with uh, the outbreak of Russia-Ukraine war and uh, all the uh, oligarch money leaving your, your European banks and really creating some massive hole in the European banking system that spread quickly. And now, of course, they've got these insane policies of trying to block uh, Russia oil and possibly gas uh, imports. I mean, it uh, again, you didn't know any better. Wouldn't you think that other countries like, like Joe Biden and Team Biden here are practicing intentional destruction? It just smells like that, doesn't it? And I do not want to think – got to tell you, folks, I am way too much of an optimist to want to have to think that way. But I don't think we have a I – don't, I, don't, I don't think we have an option here. I think this is exactly what's going on, and that's our, that's our biggest concern. That is our biggest concern. On the plus side, we have seen the 10-year has fallen quite a bit in yield. The 10-year yield was 3.16%. That was, what, uh, two weeks ago? Now we're down to uh, 2.74%, so a big drop there. Again, recognized the reality. Uh, that the economy is, is probably radically slowing. Uh, again, the team at, at at Evercore, led by Ed Hyman, best in the business, 50 years economist, says no, they don't see that. They still see a very strong economy under the surface, but they are noticing. They are noticing that things are slowing very quickly. And as a matter of fact, he referenced that today. So, again, we we'll hope that the Fed is paying attention and that they are, as they said in their FOMC statement today, that they are going to be flexible. Otherwise, today, folks, it was a good day on the market, i got to say. Again, 600-point uh, back-to-back-to-back days in the Dow Jones. That's not nothing. Smart Money hours good. Today, what I loved about today's action, and I, there's a lot to like today, by the way. After the FOMC minutes came out, which is what, 2 o'clock, uh, two o'clock Eastern? After those minutes came out, the market got smashed right away. Uh, we had we were up over 100 points on the Dow. We dropped to minus 150. That's a big swing of 250 points. Happened quick, like... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, right? But the NASDAQ stayed positive. Small caps were up 1%. They barely felt any. All of a sudden, here came the buyers back. The the decline lasted all about maybe 10 minutes. Then the buyers came in. That's what's happened the last three days, right? So this is, again, a pattern change. We're starting to see afternoon trading, the smart money hour that's becoming much more positive. That's a tell. We saw again today, the internals were very, very good. Again, that's been happening now for two, three weeks. We're starting to see, even as the news has been nothing but bad, even as we've had nothing but a massive wall of worry, we're starting to see a market that acts like it's trying to bottom. And uh, I, you know, you hate to read too much into it, uh, especially with the the news Nvidia here. Who knows what would happen tomorrow? But boy, today was good. Let's talk about it. Dow Jones up 190 points uh, at the highs for I think about 300. Still a solid day today, up six to one percent. Uh, SP of 100 did much better. Again, the Dow Jones has been leading, right? So it makes sense that it lags today, and it did. Uh, Dow, uh, SP p 100 today up uh, almost 1%, up a big 37 points. Uh, NASDAQ, good strong day there as well, up 1.5%, up 170 points. Uh, again, semis today before this N- N- NVIDIA news, the semis today had a strong day, up 2%, led the way there. And Russ 2000 also really strong today. You know, I think this is. I think this is the. I think this is the group to watch. I, I we've been. I've been saying this for a while now. I think Ark, the uh, ARKK, Kathy Wood's Innovation Fund. It was the first to bottom. It's it, it's simple accounting, is it not? Right, first in, first out, FIFO accounting. Uh, Ark was the first to collapse, down seventy-seven percent from February twenty-one until the lows of about two weeks ago. Right, since then, it's up. Uh, what 20, eighteen to twenty percent? Pretty good move in a couple weeks, but again, it's been destroyed, right? Well, that we're talking about mostly small cap mid, mid cap stocks. Now they're probably all small caps now, so it makes sense that they're the worst hit. Again, there is first in first out accounting; they're the first to go into bear market, the first to be destroyed. Well, they should be the first to come out, and we saw it today. Again, today, art up two and a half percent today, leading the way. Small caps rose two thousand up, right at two percent as well. So that's very good action we want to see in the small caps. Uh, I think that's I think that's gonna continue. I've said it before, I said it again, I think the lows are in place for most stocks. I, I I'm not ready to go there for the broad market and say, you know, we've seen final lows. Uh, but I like the action we've seen of late. Again, we're starting to see we're starting to see signs, right? That that it's possible the worst is behind us. Folks, when when the NVIDIA, your market leader and you know, one of the real darlings of Wall Street is down 55 percent in six months. Okay, and when your leading group, the semiconductors, down 32, 33 percent, also in a very short period of time, that's a lot of damage. And you start going, okay, let's say the worst case is true. Let's say we're going into recession, right? How much do stocks get hit in a recession? <laughs> do they go down 67 percent? Because that's what's already happened here. So my 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 point is, how much of the bad news is already discounted and built into the market? Okay. Because I'll tell you something straight up. More money is made in bull markets than is lost in bear markets. Bull markets are more powerful. They go up more. The markets go up about almost, close to 7% of the time. thats seven oh seventy 7-0, 70%. So, you know, again, it pays to be an optimist, does it not? It pays to be. It's one of the things I've always admired about Warren Buffett, you know. He's always wants to, he always wants to be long America. He always wants to be buying stocks in American companies, okay? He owns a lot of overseas companies as well now, of course. Uh, and Peter Lynch, you know, one of the best ever. As a matter of fact, the best ever at, uh, of course, the Magellan Fund with Fidelity, averaged like twenty eight percent return over his career. No one's come close to that ever. And uh, he was also very, very bullish. Looked always looking to buy, never looking to sell. He didn't hedge. He didn't short. Always looking to buy. They use pullbacks as buying opportunities. I like that approach. I like that approach. Find your favorite companies when they get cheaper. Guess what? They're on sale. Buy more of them. Right. You gotta be patient in this approach. Uh you gotta be patient. But some news coming across the wire now on N- NVIDIA. Uh the the China, the China lockdowns now. Okay? It's the China they're blaming the China lockdowns on this. If that's the case, I gotta tell you, I think this is gonna be temporary. I think the damage I I my my call, the damage is done here. The damage is done here in, in NVIDIA. I think the lows are in. I'm calling it. I'm calling it today. The lows are in NVIDIA. at, at stock just hit 152. I'm saying that is going to be the lows. Mark my words. Hold me accountable to it. Let's see how we do. All right. What else today? Uh, let's take a look under the hood. Internals, again, were very good today. Uh, and again, this continues kind of a pattern we have been seeing of better internals. Frank, that's been the case now for really for the last, uh, oh, three weeks, maybe, something like that. Just uh, much improved internals we saw today again uh, two to one positives in the advanced decline for nasdaq NYSE was three to one positive advanced decline, uh, and then it gets even better on volume NYSE volume today was eighty two percent positive nasdaq right behind it at seventy nine percent positive. The one negative on the internals is fifty two week highs of lows. These have been crappy readings for a long time but 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 they are improving they are better. We still had 386 stocks hit a new 52 week low to just 82 hitting a new 52 week high. But remember, a couple weeks ago, folks, the, these numbers were a couple thousand stocks a day hitting a new 52 week lows. So, again, th- th- we are seeing marked improvement. Uh, we are just, that's the bottom line. We are seeing improvement there. Let's hope it continues, right? Uh, Team Biden or not. Sector um, watch today. We had nine of 11 sectors in high on the day, led to the upside. Good day there. Led to the upside by consumer discretionary of 2.7% energy. Energy up another 2%. Tech up 1.3% today. Honestly, the downside, fractional loss is not even reported. There's nothing to report there. Again, 9 out of 11 is higher today. Energy, uh, again, XLE hit a new halftime. not excuse me. XLE hit a new 52-week high. Actually, it's highest price since 2014. Highest price in energy stocks since 2014. Guess who was president in 2014? Huh. Barack Hussein Obama. What did Obama love? He got, uh, he got caught on a hot mic saying this back in 2011, 2012, said what we really need is we need oil at about $125 a barrel. That's what makes our uh, alternative energy ideas really work, right? Our clean fuel ideas. Well, they're getting a wish. Obama, uh, Biden, <laughs> O oh, Biden said the same thing overseas a couple days ago. He got caught also saying, hey, our plan's working. They love energy prices being high, folks. They, they don't care that we're the ones that pay the price for it. Uh, they just want to have all their pet projects work so they can give them more and more funding, don't they? And maybe depopulate all of us in the, in the, in the interim. Who knows? Uh, but again, XLE Energy ETF today, uh, but at an eight-year high, breaking out again here as oil's up today. Another. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about commodities now. commodity watch today, we had, uh, see, first of all, gold. Uh, gold's been on a nice run. Gave some back today, down $13 an ounce. At 18.52 uh, an ounce, silver uh, down seven cents an ounce at 21.98. Copper uh, down three cents a pound today at 4.27 a pound. And again, oil. Oil was up uh, right now. It's up a dollar a barrel. At uh, what does that put it at? Just under 111. One, one 10. uh That's uh, up just less than one percent. But again, energy stocks continue to lead. They're breaking out. I mean, uh, this is a stock. It's a sector that must be owned. I believe miners, energy, uh, precious metals, base metals, this copper. I think this group. If this is a reset, if that's what we're witnessing here. It's a big reset. Uh, you know uh, that's been brought on by the Fed's desire to try to control inflation, right? If what we're seeing is a just a reset, not a global recession, then that means these stocks are cheap. That means these stocks are cheap. All right, folks. Uh, what else for the day? Oh, you know what? Uh... I did not cover – you know what? Well, I'm going to wrap for the day. Folks, I hope you had a great day. Always appreciate you listening. Uh, Again, join us full-time at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.